0: Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. <laughs> I, I don't
1: no know like how your you're gonna cut me. this,
0: but I was just saying we do have some themes of loss in today's episode. We're not yes. we're gonna try not to cry, but there's no, no pressure. Way to make. Yeah, yeah. We also, the time just changed. It's fully it winter. It's fu- gonna be. I think it's the full tearful. moon right now,
1: to be honest. Because I was
0: looking oh, yeah, at the probably. full moon and
1: I was like, she's almost full. Like she was she's, like a sliver. She's looking
0: Awfully full
1: <laughs> so I think now we've, we've we've reached that cusp of fullness and she's told totally yes full yes
0: now. yes 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 I had a really fun party that one of my friends hosted on Saturday where they had like a pumpkin toss of like oh, jack-o'-lanterns yeah. and Aww. there was a prize involved and blah 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 blah. And I got super wrapped up in how much fun I was having just sitting by the fire and looking at the moon Aww. and hearing the coyotes and all of... They live in, like, a really neat That's area. That's so nice. That I texted Nathan at, like, 10.30 to be like, I, I'll i probably leave within an hour. And he's like, you have an hour and 45-minute drive oh, no. ahead of you. You should just stay there. So I did. Aww. And then I was I was sleeping. They, like, made up a really comfortable little bed for me Aww. in their, like, kid play area. But the moon, It's there's so many windows that the yeah. moon was just, like, Beating and it was like full blown <laughs> twilight level brightness the entire night. And oh I was no. like, You need to sleep. Where you're, you're waking up early, you have a virtual uh-huh. bridal sh- or a virtual baby shower to attend tomorrow morning. You need to get home. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. Moon, how dare you, Moon? <laughs> She's quiet down, bossy, awfully yeah bossy. It feels like, my my mom and I have talked about this a lot because she is very sensitive to the moon brightness, which is funny because she's a Cancer, so you'd think that she would really love it. But isn't it weird how the moon always feels loud not bright? To me, it always feels really loud. Well,
1: I guess because the sun is so bright and it can't really, you know, reflect the sunlight, as strong as sunlight is. So I think it's maybe loud. Moon brightness always feels loud. loud Yeah. Well, also, when the full moon happens, there's absolute chaos so oh my god i works. mean,
0: think about sitting in like a beautiful backyard that has kind of a view of some mm. hills and you can see houses in the distance but not really yeah and there's this bright bright moon all the stars are out you're surrounded by like citrus and lavender plants Aww. and you're sitting by a fire with people you love and then you hear like three different groups of coyotes oh my using their shit <laughs> all throughout this canyon that sounds so perfect it was so cool. Kind of spooky. Yeah. I feel like coyotes are, I mean, I always have a healthy respect of coyotes because I've yes. always lived in places where coyotes are. Yes. But hearing the bands kind of like, like respond to each other. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, we That's are why but I, creatures. Yeah. That's why we they sound creepy. We are just animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we're just animals in this planet. And mm-hmm. if a group of coyotes came for me right now, there would be very little I could do. Yeah.
1: You probably welcome your death at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just take yeah, me. It's fine.
0: <laughs> they have like a dog that's probably like maybe 25 pounds. And oh. he was sitting on the outdoor furniture with us. And he got all like perked up and like, oh, I'm going to get him. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my <laughs> let's, goodness. Let's make sure somebody has a good grasp of the handle. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Not goodness. the handle. The collar. Yeah, the collar. <laughs> the <what> <laughs> the handle. His handle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh. it was such a beautiful, fun evening yeah. and it felt so nice to kind of like commune with people and then the baby shower that I had on Sunday, even though it was virtual it was like one of my very, very close friends from college and her wife and it was just so fun to like see her mom and sister and like get to talk, chat with them about baby stuff yeah. and it was just like so many beautiful moments
1: Yeah, oh that's I'm, nice I'm getting sparkly hands you are sparkly I hands. I just felt
0: very connected to my loved ones Oh which that's is nice. good,
1: that is nice
0: it's a good way to like have sort of the time change happen and oh, as that's we get true. closer. As we've discussed every year we've been doing this podcast, this is a really hard season for us mm-hmm. because of the darkness. Yes. Yes. Although I was expressing that this we'll get to the podcast eventually. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the people there who I never met before who was a total blast at one point was like, So what does everyone think about daylight savings time? Because we had the time oh, right, change right. this weekend. And I did my whole spiel about how I don't really mind it as much as I just mind how dark it feels like winter. We just need to allow ourselves to move more slowly. Right. And like not try to fight it by getting more Mm -hmm. stuff accomplished. Right. And somebody there was like, I'm from Minnesota and it's hilarious to hear a Californian complaining (laughs) complaining (laughs) about how dark it gets in the winter. (laughs) And I'm like, I've lived in other States I still can feel the way I feel. Exactly, My (laughs) feelings are valid of the winter darkness. And one of the other girls who was there, this is like revolutionary to me and made so much sense. She was like, I just think that companies and businesses need to be more cool with people taking like three hour lunches and just adjusting their schedule earlier and later Uh so that we can all do something active or get something accomplished during daylight hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Holy shit. Uh That would actually solve so many people's winter issues. Yeah. Because if you're getting to work when it's dark and you're leaving work when it's dark, it feels like you, there's, you know, it's just miserable. And stuff is already closed down. You can't go to the bank. But if you're like, if you're working from like 7 a.m. to 11 and then you're taking lunch from like 11 to 2 Mm -hmm. and then you're working from like 2 to 8 or whatever. Right. Maybe it would suck from a dinner perspective, but you'd have this big chunk of daylight to like feel like a human again in the middle of the day. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, so smart, so smart, so beautiful, so smart. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Oh. That wouldn't so that nice. be nice? You'd yeah. love to. have, I mean, even you. Your job is close enough to your house that if you had a bunch of chunks of hours in the middle of the day, you'd be oh, able I would to, go like, home. I go, go home. home. Yeah, yeah. I go be home so even nice. if, I'm, if I don't have chunks
1: of time in the day. <laughs> I will. I will. If I have thirty minutes, I will go home for two minutes and
0: turn right back around and go out. <laughs> When I yeah. used to live way closer to campus, it was like probably a seven minute drive. I would drive home the minute that lunch started, walk through my door and take off my pants and just get immediately into bed. Yes. And then 35 <laughs> minutes later, I would get out of bed make something to eat, <laughs> put my pants back on and go back to my office. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: that, that is the way to live. <laughs>
0: Everyone just needs some pantsless some moments pants-less in their moment. day, I think. <laughs> Anyway, should we do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm using Hilda tiles. Okay. Again. I'm just feeling really Hilda-y. Yay. We love a good Hilda moment. I know. All right. So today's card is the Ace of Cups. Oh, lots of emotions today. Oh, we yeah, got that full Yeah, which totally makes sense. Oh, yeah. we've got that full moon. We've got some questions dealing with loss. So, yeah. We're going to try not to cry, but no promises. Oh, uh, yeah. Nope. In fact, I'm going to read the first question so that Esther doesn't have to choke up throughout it. It's from our friend Karen. Um, So Karen says, I recently lost my partner of 34 years this summer. It was somewhat unexpected and I now find myself alone for the first time in a very long time ever in some ways. I know that this first year or two will be especially challenging as I work to figure out my new life as a single person. I'm now forced to move through life without him in a way I didn't expect to at this time. I loved him dearly. I met him when I was 16, so in many ways we grew up together. And while I'm grieving this huge loss, I'm also encouraged by the opportunity that this new phase will bring. I wish he were still here, but he's not, and I am. We talked a lot about these things, and I know that me trying to keep living my best life honors us both, which I just love. I love that so much. Yeah. My friends and family see this, too, and are so loving and supportive. I recently saw a medium, and while his coming through really surprised me, his message to me, now go live the shit out of your life, did not. (laughs) Oh, I run the gamut of the emotions most days, but know that I am kind of okay. Sometimes we just need to be here and now. And yes, I am in therapy. Yay. Good job, Karen. So my questions. What do I need to know or pay special attention to during this early period of mourning? What will help me be here now? At the same time, what will help me and what can I do to help myself transition to the next phase of my life? Uh, This requires a whole new mindset and is happening whether I like it or not. What tools do I already have to support this? I love yes. this question. And what tools do I need to be need to be as healthy and engaged as I can in the process? Excellent question, asking. Karen. Love. I'm so this sorry so much. for your loss. Yeah. Yes. All these That's are so incredibly thoughtful. So thoughtful. Yeah. So I think we can just start from the top. Yeah. I'm so happy that both you're in therapy and also that your family is being loving and supportive about this kind of grabbing life by the balls idea, because sometimes I feel like when loss happens, people can get really weird about that. Like Mm -hmm. in theory, they're like, yes, of course we have to live our lives. But in practice, people get really can be judgmental. judgmental Yeah. 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 So what do you need to know slash pay special attention to during this early period of mourning? What did you
1: get? I pulled only one card and this oh. is from I think this is called the Rosebud Tarot. And instead of the hanged man or hanged person, they have the hang-up. So okay. that's why I I
0: like that difference because to me, expect those hang-ups to occur. Yeah. And I got the Knight of Wands and the High Priestess. And the Knight of Wands in Hilda is Hilda having been bucked off of a Bronco. I'm showing a <laughs> disaster yes. on the video <laughs> as though she did not make this deck. <laughs> You may remember, yeah, us. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> yeah. But I really like that paired with uh, sort of the hangman yeah. hang-up archetype. Because yeah. it's sort of like you need the, ch- the perspective change, obviously. Mm-hmm. Things maybe being a little bit more slow than you might expect. And yeah. then also falling off of it. Yeah. Like yeah. having setbacks in some ways. Yeah. And so the awareness then... Mm-hmm. What do you need to sp- pay special attention to? Is that that's going to happen? And then the high priestess coming up is kind of reminding you to sort of like turn inward and kind of develop your intuition mm-hmm. and like your spiritual and mental mm-hmm. acuity. Yeah. So that when those setbacks happen, you can kind of roll with them a little bit more and like see them from a new perspective with that, with that hanged man. Yeah. And be able to kind of like, move and groove through it rather yeah. than feeling like a setback is like overwhelming and destructive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that internal guide is there and it can be trusted.
0: Yeah, totally. So what What will help Karen be, he, be here now? Be here now. Karen,
1: be here now. Oh again the 10 of earth which is the 10 of pentacles so the family friends those around you
0: and i got the queen of wands which i think is linked to that very very closely Mm -hmm. so if there's like a beloved friend who's kind of like action oriented and really warm helping turning to them to help you stay in the now is also a good idea yeah or tapping into that energy in yourself of Mm -hmm. just like like being open to activity, knowing yourself really well, mm-hmm. keeping that warmth in place and like just sort of becoming present. I like a queen in a situation like that because <clears throat> being here now is not focusing on the future. It's right. like living in the present and I feel like a queen is so much better at that mm-hmm. than almost any other court card. Very much so. Like kings are so like big picture forward looking. Mm-hmm. And then pages and knights are kind of so act like either really new or very action oriented, and the mm-hmm. queens just feel so stable. Yes, yes. And especially with the queen appearing
1: as the high priestess has as well, it's a nice, good tie in between the two,
0: I think. Yeah, that's really neat. All right, so what will help you oh, transition into the next phase of your life? And I just dropped something. Who's on the ground? <laughs> Oh,
1: <laughs> what did you get i got um the higher font has been renamed to the professor
0: oh and i got the tower okay oh
1: that's interesting okay
0: <laughs> i so, think yeah. acknowledging that it's going to be a tower and even the way that she yeah. frames the question of being like this is happening whether i want it to mm-hmm. or not that's yeah. very tower energy yes to very like, much this transition is happening so i think continuing to sort of understand that and lean into it. And then like looking for teachers, looking yeah. for someone who can maybe even like help you understand the gap or not the gap, the, the area between the overlap mm-hmm. between the high priestess and the queen of wands. Even. Yeah. Like finding somebody who can help teach you to tap into that yeah. a little bit in some way. And then just being like, yep, this is a tower tower. Moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I also think <laughs> maybe also, Someone who is uh, also acquainted with grief yeah. as a teacher who has been through something like this before. Totally. And learning, f- not learning from them necessarily, but it's like seeing how sometimes when you're in a situation, seeing how someone's come through it gives you hope yeah. and allows you to sort of start to break out of your shell. So connecting with other people who have also. Um, experience a similar sort of loss may be of a
0: benefit to you. Even just like listening to or picking up the Noah Mac, or not Noah, Noah, Nora McInerney. Oh yeah. She's like the creator of the young hot widows club or whatever. But a lot of her stuff is, she has a really great Ted talk and even just like a very slim volume about it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like just the idea of like what, how loss looks different for everyone and feels different yeah. for everyone and how you can kind of work through it. And it's really beautiful and helpful. And she, has a podcast also. And so having a higher font, that's like that huge of a stage, but she also has like a Facebook page with a lot of people who've been through similar things. Mm -hmm. So that's a good way to kind of get in touch with stuff. And the whole, because they all have like, you know, heard or read or listened to Nora's stuff. They Mm -hmm. have kind of the similar mindset of like growth and change. Yeah. And she lost her first husband when she was really young and had a very young child And then has since gotten remarried and kind of made a lot of life changes. And so her whole thing is kind of like ways to balance moving forward with like, like holding space for loss. Yeah. So she could be a really good person to look into. Yeah. 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 She's even on TikTok too. She's all over the place. Yeah. So accessible. All right. And then what tools do you already have? And what tools? Let's do that. Let's do. Yeah. What tools do do you
1: already have? What tools does Karen have? what did you get I got the four of water which is the four of cups
0: oh and I got the ace of pentacles so I think there's like some, there. well I guess that's kind of saying what tools you already have it's like they're all there and you just have to reach for them yeah. and implement them yeah. so it's not super helpful but <laughs> maybe we should maybe it's confirmation for the specific tools <laughs> specific yeah you like, tool, already yeah. have a lot of them let's pull for specific tools
1: okay a four
0: of cups. <laughs> oh, this Specific one. Specific tools. Oh, I got the empress. I got the nine of earth. So go to so the go to garden. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, go to the garden. You need a garden. Go <laughs> to the garden. Go to the spa. In nature somewhere. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Create in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of like the best tool for oh, growth. And then what? Nice
1: little I nine of that. earth
0: and empress energy there. That was nice. Yeah, that feels really lovely. Uh, Okay. And then what tools do you need to be as healthy and engaged as she can be during the process? Hmm. I got the Hermit and the Wheel of Fortune.
1: I got the Eight of Earth. So just moving on.
0: Yeah. The hermit in the wheel of fortune to me also mm-hmm. in this position is like allowing yourself a lot of time to turn inward and to kind of recognize that so- things are changing and mm-hmm. cycles will happen. And even just that alone is enough to allow for the growth and change. Just mm-hmm. acknowledging that not not trying to hold on to the loss. Yeah. And just saying I'm spending some time by myself. I'm letting the world happen to me and I'm taking care of myself in the best way that I can with that Empress. And uh, was it the Knight of Earth? Oh, Nine Eight, of Earth.
1: Nine of Earth. Nine, nine, nine. of
0: Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The, the Nine and Knights are always. Medium. <laughs> we always yeah. will struggle with that. Yeah. So, but I think that all of that is sort of just to say, like, you know, allowing. It, it's so weird to have. Proactive advice be like, allow the world to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But the wheel of fortune is that. Yeah. And Do you remember when that was always the card that you'd pull in terms of your relationship with your all husband? the time.
1: When, especially yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah, what happened the world happened, happened to you. You were really yeah. not in control of that. No, no. And, and I think that it, in terms of a tool, being able to yeah. say this is what's happening is helpful.
1: Yeah. And with the eight of earth, acknowledging what you built together
0: yeah. And appreciating years it. As, as long, like, basically, I'm 35 years mm-hmm. old. You're yeah. 36 years old. That's, like, an unfathomable amount of time to be partnered yeah. with somebody to yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, the, the hope and the dream, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, right. geez louise, it's a, there's just a lot going on for you. So I'm yeah. glad you're in therapy. And I'm glad that you're open to sort of, like the world happening to you and just Mm -hmm. take care of yourself. Yes. Absolutely. I love an empress and a Nine of earth. I know. So nice. Yeah. You need to like fully just like dig in, (laughs) go get your feet dirty. Maybe a mud bath would be a good way to kickstart this. That would. (laughs) Well, we're thinking about you, Karen, and you have the tools you need in order to keep going. And it seems like you're already doing a great job of taking care of yourself. Yes.
1: You're on a good path and accepting and walking forward is yep. going to be so helpful.
0: Yeah. and we're sorry for your loss. Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
1: well, it's my turn to do the second question. So, uh, yeah, this surprise. One is
0: also kind of about loss, but it's like less it's less it's a different kind of loss. Um, okay. So,
1: sorry. I I this is from Audrey. Yes. And she says, "I just completed a long process of acquiring European citizenship through my grandparents. I was born and raised in the US." Now I'm dreaming of ways to make the next chapter of my life happen abroad. I'm in my 50s and I have kids going off to college soon. As I begin the process of daydreaming and planning about how to make that happen, figuring out how to balance big ideas with practical concerns, I could use some guidance. What obstacles should I be aware of? Where should I focus my energy in this process? And how how can I best ensure success in this new adventure? Both of these questions are basically, I could have written them. I feel like... (laughs) Oh my God, that's true.
0: Yes. And I put together this, so you I'm just did. like, I feel like, very subconsciously attacked right now. Changed. I'm sorry, it wasn't on purpose. Oh I was God. like, did I Holly write both these that. questions just to get a reading no. for me secretly? We need to talk to Esther about <laughs> moving. We need to talk to Esther about loss no, and being gone. Make that connection. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're just trying to get Esther to cry on the air. Exactly. I cried on air. You can cry on air. <laughs> I think I feel like I've cried on air before too but yeah, anyway. probably yeah. we're, we're not we're fine. you just hate it when you do yes it's a whole <laughs> physical thing that happens <laughs> i know we've talked about this before you hate the act of crying more than the idea yeah, of crying yeah. the actual physical, physical. The physicality of crying really bugs you cuz i cuz i've cried off and on today and i've
1: held in tears all day and i have a headache now this is yeah. this is
0: that's from holding in the tears <laughs> You I need to cried. hydrate and let it rip. I did cry because I saw a cute video. Well, not a cute video. It was a pretty sad video. But I saw a video and I did cry. The dogs are very worried. So... Oh, dogs. <laughs> My mom sent me an animal video today of a shoe shoebill, shoehorn oh, shoe shoe crane, shoe horn crane yeah, shoe yeah. whatever those shoe are. And it's like caretaker and they have to bow to each other. That's like part of the respectfulness of that yeah. sort of crane. Like they attack people that don't bow to them. And they make this noise by clattering their bills together. Oh, yeah. And yeah, since yeah. they have these huge, beefy bills, it's like really loud. But it was such a sweet video of this man and this crane Aww. like bowing to each other and just respecting so each other's sweet. boundaries. Aww. Animals, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if only and I it. had loud, clappy bills to warn people go away. You're, You're not yeah. bound to me.
0: I'm on my edge. I'm feeling disrespected. I'm on edge. On I'm edge, right <laughs> I'm on yeah, edge. Exactly. No, these are not subconscious let's read for Esther questions. Although they are relevant to your life.
1: (laughs) Just checking. Audrey and Karen are real. Well I know Karen is real because we've messaged Karen a couple times. Yeah. But Audrey
0: could be anybody, so (laughs) it's she's real. Okay. It's not me passive aggressively trying to get you to read for yourself. Because I'm thinking, Holly, you could just read for me and just tell me. You would do that anyway. (laughs) I would do that for sure. We don't have to be sneaky about it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. So what obstacles should Audrey be aware of? This is the second time that I've pulled the moon for today. Oh, well she wants to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> but I also got the eight of swords. I got the seven of earth. Okay. It's going to be work. It's going to be work, and I also think that if there's going to be, like, a sense... Like one of the reasons that I always love the Eight of Swords is because it does seem like kind of a, like, very thoughtful, yes. decisive decision. So there will be a lot of unknowns. It's going to be a lot of work, but there's, like, it's you making this decision, like, mm-hmm. me- using your mental acumen to like make a decision to change things about what you're doing yeah so even if there are unknowns it's still like something that you're in the driver's seat for yes
1: yeah yeah and like we've said with the eight of swords before there's always an exit plan you know that you're not they are stuck even if you feel like you're stuck mentally you're not it's all yeah. in your perception of things right okay. oh yeah
0: maybe i was thinking of the six of swords
1: well, no, no, whatever.
0: that wasn't your 6 of swords, that was not your 6 of swords speech. Okay, thank you, Esther. <laughs> I love you
1: so.
0: Much. Uh, sometimes when I'm like when it's been a little while and I'm using a deck that is not specifically so Rider-Waite Smith, Smith, I just go so much on vibe and not on like sign. But Hilda, Hilda's speaking to you anyway. It's fine. Hilda, it's fine. I feel like I can channel Hilda. <laughs> you are channeling Hilda. <laughs> yeah. I am also brawless and surrounded by cows and grass. So. I mean,
1: you're, you're channeling cool.
0: her in different ways than the rest of us all The only be. thing that's accurate is the brawless thing, which is always how we, <laughs> how we should live. <laughs> because it's live. so early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Fuck bras. Yeah, I don't exactly. know what we're Ugh. thinking. Ugh. Uh, all right. Sorry. So... Sorry. That's kind of the obstacles, it's just the unknown. But I guess where should you focus your energy in the process is a great next question. Good job, Audrey. (laughs) I love this world card in this deck so much, Esther. Oh, oh, I, I, it's (laughs) been, I don't
1: remember which one it is. Which one oh is she's garden? frolicking and she oh has yeah, the, yeah 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 like okay. bows was fl- of flowers why did i forget that
0: well because it's like it's, it's just the image on the box you made it <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is true <laughs> like esther what, what did, did you, you get
1: i got okay so while i was shuffling earlier the witch came out the witch is the high priestess in this deck and then the ace of fire came out for the specific question so Wh- the witch the what witch, is it the high priestess the high priestess yeah and then the and Ace
0: the of ace Fire, of, Ace of Wands. I also... That combination is so fun with the world and the Ace of Wands. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, the witch being just kind of, like, turning inward to sort of
1: yeah make it work. To make
0: it happen. But, like, the excitement of an Ace paired with the mm-hmm. world, and especially the Ace of Wands, which uh-huh. is so active. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah.
1: And with the world, it's like... It's an ending, but it, yet it's also a beginning. And with that ace kind of putting that fire under you, this excitement yeah. is there, that passion is there, that fun and
0: curiosity is there. Yeah. And with the High Priestess, it's like for you. Like yes. Like it's for your internal growth. For yes. For your, like yeah development in general yeah so that's yeah. kind of exciting yeah so focusing your energy on being like excited about the growth means that the scary unknown stuff will feel less significant i guess yeah.
1: less scary less, less daunting scary. less yeah hanging over your head wondering how you're gonna financially you know survive this Recover from this <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know we'll start up a we'll start a gofundme just for dogs Look for dogs. you Esther. i know that that's what's in your head I feel like the dogs may be the easiest part. I'm
1: almost at the point of just like, I'm just going to buy everything new.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Leave all of your shit I'm there. Like leaving everything. I will
1: bring back this stuff. Oh, by the way, listeners, Esther's moving back to the States. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> that may not Hooray! have been. <laughs> I may not have been a parent through the, uh, the subliminal text. Um, but yes, it's not I'm for months, thinking, <laughs> not for months, not for not months. For, and months. Uh, my contract's got to end. It's going to be like next month. End of August next year. fall. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: At the very earliest. I'm so proud of you and s- nervous for you, but also I completely believe in your ability to <sighs> handle this.
1: I just told Holly it's going to be a vomiting year. I just feel like vomiting everywhere. Yeah, we're just going to
0: Esther's going to be doing the <gasps> <gasps> like the hook <gasps> noise all the, all time. the time.
1: Boarding <laughs> the plane,
0: going through customs, on your phone, everything. just yeah. dry heave noises,
1: dry heaving the whole whole time. <laughs> So yes, how can we ensure success as Audrey?
0: Yeah, how can Audrey? (laughs) Yeah, not Esther, not me. Audrey ensure success. Aww, (laughs) what did you get? I got death.
1: (laughs) Oh, I got the two of water, which is two of cups.
0: Oh, interesting. So I, I think
1: embracing like the relationships that are possibly there. Yeah, that you can like obtain, kind of.
0: Almost like removing yourself from your understanding of who you are, mm-hmm. like allowing that to sort of like die and then allowing new connections to sort of shape who you are in the move. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm. I'm excited for you, Audrey. Yeah. That sounds really cool. That does. Also, let us know which European, like what country, which country? you're I mean, we're, we we're extending internationally.
1: Yeah. You know, or de internationalizing stuff. So me <laughs> moving. So
0: the only the only country I've ever looked into for acquiring European citizenship through your grandparents is just Greece because that's the only grandparent that I have who was born outside of Canada and the United States. And I know that you can do that for Greece, but yeah, I'm curious to see where Audrey's that. At that is, that's exciting. So many changes, so much opportunity for growth! Yay! And we're about to end your hermit year, girlfriend. So if we bring it back to Esther's stuff, uh, oh, it'll what's be. next year? <laughs> what is next what? year after the
1: hermit? The hermit? Are we gonna then? Do we match? Are we gonna match we're mad, We match every year because oh, our the math next year's adds the up. Lovers? I think the lovers, right? No. Oh, what a. We should know this because we are a tarot podcast. <laughs> we have a whole tarot book, but we did not we have a whole
0: fucking book. About but we did tarot. not
1: talk about the arc, like the everything in a row all the time.
0: And sometimes our brains just... Oh wait, no, it's the hierophant because five higher is hierophant. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It is the hierophant because I pulled the professor earlier and was like the five. we right? But I'm... we were the hermit this year, which is nine. So we're wheel oh. of fortune. Okay, so we'll be... wheel of fortune or the magician. I don't think that's right, because that's what I was last year. Does it go down one each time? Hold why, on. I'm are we just going to do the, the podcast? We, <laughs> You have asked for this,
1: and we did not need this, Holly.
0: <laughs> I know. Why did I open ourselves up to this? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is the Wheel of Fortune and the Magician. That's so good for you to be moving back to the United States. And it's my first house year, so everything's focusing
1: on me and growing and becoming myself. And I'm not in the 12th house here anymore. So all of that's left behind. Everything's topsy turvy so
0: and the magician wants bar for me. Excited for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The magician is like puke and then get to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where is there a bucket in the in the in the RWS? Is there a bucket on the yeah, side? Yeah, you can't see it. It's under the table, <laughs> but the he table. definitely has his anxiety puke bucket right there. Don't worry. <laughs> I love that this is now canon for the magician. <laughs> I mean, it's true. A change is really startling and yeah. can be kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent so much of my life trying to be, like, getting everyone to change all the time. I always think that transitions are so fantastic, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm finally growing out of that a little bit. When everyone is, like, doing... Maybe it was just in my it's late It's your 20s excitement that I, everyone
1: else does it, but then what happens to you? I'm like, well, like, thankfully, no,
0: knock on wood, nothing is really changing. Yes. <laughs> but I'm here to support you are in any way I can.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: All right. And then we have one last short question before we get to our deck review, just because so a weird thing happened with our freaking Gmail, which is such an annoying thing about the way that, uh, that the form results work. Oh, okay. Sometimes they all come in individual emails and sometimes they all come in a long email chain. Oh. And I had marked an email as responded to without realizing it was part of a huge chain oh. of all of these questions from late September that came like the same week of like oh the 20th no. of September. So I wanted to do three so that we could That's kind of fine. catch up a little bit with yeah. that. And also this one is a pretty short one. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, it's just like, I, and I didn't even write down who asked it. but. <laughs> I often hear you describe decks as more or less woo-woo or esoteric. Possibly as opposites, though I'm not quite sure. What do you mean by those terms, and how can they impact the decks you're reading with? So they're not opposite to me. They're not opposites. It's kind of the same.
1: To me, I guess it's two they different. They are things. opposite. Well, they, they're they're the same vein spiritually. Yeah. They yeah. are different aesthetics.
0: Yep, yep, that's maybe whimsical. Like, there's more whimsy, whimsy in like, decks yeah, and more s- like, yeah, specific symbolism in esoteric, es-
1: exactly. Decks. Yeah, it, when I was looking at this question, I was like, esoteric are like they kind of harken back to like the old tarot symbols that people, right? You right? Know, like, I think of like the, if there's
0: golden dawn shit in it, yes, then we would call it esoteric, esoteric. If it yeah. feels, if it feels, uh, in some way, not difficult to approach, but maybe right. like there's some stuff that you would need to have as existing knowledge to yes. access yeah. it. Then we would call it esoteric. esoteric.
1: Yes, yeah. Like the Toth deck doesn't really harken back to anything specifically Golden Dawn that you can see in the big symbols, but when you when you know Crowley and everything like that, you're like, yeah. oh, this is what he intended to, yeah. You know, there convey is that in, this. in there, right?
0: For yeah. woo woo, to me, woo woo can mean a couple of different things. One is that there has to be a suspension of disbelief because there's like a lot of aliens or oh, yeah, you know, magical creatures or whatever, which is something that I love, yeah, but it's just a little bit more woo woo. You have to kind of get yourself into a mindset of like star seeds yes. or you know, like earth magic or whatever. It's not something that you can, fairies, just like, yeah, exactly. So to me, that's what woo-woo means when it's yeah. like there's sort of this expectation of
1: suspending being able to...
0: believe. Yeah, I don't even want to say suspending disbelief because it's like a lot of people do believe these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I spent a really long time before I figured out that my thyroid was all messed up feeling very star-seedy. star-seedy. <laughs> um, I still do a little bit, but way less so now that my thyroid medicines have uh, <laughs> changed my mental health so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think woo-woo for me also... It can go go in. It can go into these areas. <laughs> You're not, I'm even not even moving back, back to Tennessee. Yet.
0: You're not going to be back I'm in not Tennessee. Gonna, maybe for like two weeks, I'll be back in Tennessee, and then now come to my house. Okay. I don't know how we'd handle the dogs. But... <laughs> well,
1: they they will handle themselves. Um, yeah. but for me, woo woo also kind of goes into like, what is uh, what's the deck that we love so much that has like the watercolory stuff. And then like the white imprints. And then at the bottom, it has like diamond strength or the Australian artist. Oh, yes. Shit. <laughs> look at your shelf.
0: I know. I see it. I see you. What are you called? <laughs> is isn't listed on the side. Uh, let me hold on. It's second. right there. I feel like it's right there in my
1: brain. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. It always is. I bought like four copies yes. of it once.
1: I'm taking you... it off my headphones to go get okay. it. Go look at it. <laughs> Come back and report live from the scene. Holly and her bookshelf. Ah.
0: Inner star Oracle. Inner back. star
1: Oracle. Yeah. 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 Inner star Oracle to me is sort of the woo woo vein of things.
0: Yeah. It's like something, and this is not as insult. Some of you are going to think that I'm insulting one group and others of you are going <laughs> to think I'm insulting another group when I say this. If you could picture it being at like a women's retreat in the desert that's very yoga focused, then it's woo woo to me. Yes, yes, and I do not mean that judgmentally yes. at all. Yes, in any ter- any like no. realm of imagination, we love those but decks.
1: We have how how many decks you've bought? At least I've 12 bought of this. Those decks. I've given
0: this specific deck to so many people. Yeah, it's just very, and I think that that's kind of it. It's like, like ethereal, very yeah. you know, light. I don't want
1: to say, like, light, like, not serious, but very light feeling when you look at right. it. Right.
0: Like, like, a lot of watercolory decks yes. with uh, geometric symbolism that is not aligned with sort of historical esotericism yes. can feel very woo-woo. Yeah. yeah. And also, sometimes we describe something as woo-woo if there's, like, poetry involved with the book that it's associated mm-hmm. with. That can also feel woo-woo. So, I don't think that they're opposites. They're just like, but they're a not scale. synonymous either. Right. Is, I don't it's just like, it's like it's like a, a scale. I feel like I feel like there's like the writer waite smith on one end of the scale. Uh-huh. Although some people would argue that the writer waite smith is incredibly esoteric. But if okay, so basic understanding writer waite smith without thinking about all of the symbolism. Right. And then there's a scale that goes up and then splits down two paths and mm-hmm. ends with either woo-woo or esoteric. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So it's all part of this like very basic. Super digestible, and then on one side, and then eventually it forks to either woo woo right. and esoteric. And usually, me.
1: esoteric has specific spirits involved. Yeah. Woo woo doesn't, in my opinion.
0: Woo woo's a little bit more general. It's more general, more open,
1: more universal than and what esoteric wants feels. And it you to
0: I, yeah, I feel like esoteric, well, maybe this is what I mean. Maybe this is ultimately my distinction. Okay. Actually, I could have thought about this before we started recording that, but <laughs> alas. We need to we, we need to talk it out. That's
1: how that's how we do
0: things. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like for esoteric, there's a I mean based on the actual meaning of the word esoteric there's a set of knowledge that you have to understand to get the most out of it. Yes. With woo woo it's asking you to turn fully inward and like a, like let your intuition take over to get that core meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's sort of like yeah. an expectation of knowledge versus an expectation of knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the internal knowing versus the external knowledge.
1: Right. Like That's we're where esoteric. The comes yeah. Cuz we're esoteric it feels like you need a key or you need a specific yeah. thing to unlock stuff where yeah. where as we're woo-woo. You don't need that. You just kind of go with your gut.
0: It's asking you to turn inwards. Yeah. Yeah. I could that. Yeah, get yeah. so I, I think, think that's that. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after and 20 impact minutes. Way, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after fully just stumbling over our words for a while. So um, how do they impact the decks as we're reading with them though? I think that it's not that they impact how we're reading, I no. think it's that. There's a difference to what we're drawn to. Like, Mm -hmm. I would say that you're more drawn to esoteric decks and I'm more drawn to woo-woo decks. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, like, the Spirit Keepers being your soul deck for so long, that's Mm -hmm. a really esoteric deck. There's a lot of, like, symbolism. There's a lot of work that Benabel put into having each card be, like, lush with meaning. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: And I like to have the symbols as, like, like... A map, if that makes yeah. any sense. And, if the, and some decks are more accessible than others and things like that. But for me, that is, it's helpful to unlock like the train of thoughts. Yeah. If
0: that totally. makes any sense.
1: Like, so for me, that's kind of like how I enjoy accessing stuff.
0: Yeah. And as we're going through periods in our life where we're doing less tarot reading for ourselves, I, I think we've been really honest. Oh, right. with oh, yeah. On the podcast about how, like, in the last, year basically since we our book came out oh my god our book anniversary is when this episode is being released Do you oh that? Didn't no. Make, no it didn't come out on the 11th it got pushed back to the end of the month i think anyway well, our, this our, month is our, our book our anniversary, anniversary our anniversary is now i've been reading more and more for myself in the last year but for the first like six months after we wrote the book i didn't like pick up tarot cards for myself at all mm. Like, probably not even more than one time. Yeah. And so that, I think when I'm going through a phase like that, I'm drawn to the other end of the spectrum if we're going off of my, like, two-tined fork metaphor, where it's not woo-woo or esoteric. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, compendium of constellations, which is fucking beautiful, but it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, There isn't a lot of, like... Like, you can use your intuition, but there's not a lot of, like... Wiggle room. Yeah, like, a card is a card, and there's enough of them to sort of know. Like, so I get drawn to stuff that's a little bit more accessible when Mm -hmm. I'm going through a period where, like, I am not interested in doing as much deep digging right which is probably how I've wasted my hermit year honestly I should have been doing more deep, deep no. digging no no your hermit year is what you need to do when you hermit that's the that's yeah. point
1: of cancers is we go in our little, cra- little crab shell and we do what we need to do to to heal and yeah. you know come back better than ever and if that means putting down our tarot cards for six months because your husband left you that's what it means
0: <laughs> so <laughs> out there today we're not you people who were and i mean i we didn't get any feedback about this but anyone who was like wow they're being so vague about what happened to esther's life this is the episode where esther's like my husband left me i'm moving back to the u.s i'm probably getting rid of all of my shit hello we are hello we, she she has now entered into that phase
1: of life where are just like you know what yeah Whatever. you know why
0: because you told your co-workers that you were leaving yeah i think yeah. that's a huge part of well, it. i
1: told my family and i told my co-workers and everyone else yeah. that was important to me so there you go. People know now it's in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, the so world if you, know. if you live in the Pacific Northwest and have a cool town, do you like to let me yeah. know in Slash the comments? Also jobs where you can work
0: remotely. Yes. For, <laughs> for
1: a, an insane amount of money would be nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: esther why don't you get i mean everyone knows that you're in education but esther also has backgrounds in tech stuff so she's not just a one trick pony oh (laughs) let's mission find esther a good paying job didn't we do this a patreon episode where we went
1: over like the random jobs jobs we've ever done
0: yeah that's true
1: (laughs) that is my resume
0: (laughs) it's already out there on patreon so if you're interested you can join our patreon yeah to hear all about esther's historical past (laughs) i'm just so excited for you anyway that's yeah. neither here nor there, That's but right I guess it there. does kind of bring us to our announcements, which oh, are: yes. uh, we're going on hiatus at the end of the month. Our so season one of 2022 our season one is yeah, finished. fall of twenty two twenty two. What fall of twenty twenty two season finishes at the end of this month. We will have w- at least one episode that yes. comes out during the hiatus because yes. we are talking to our wonderful friends Mari and Kara. Kara, sorry, Kara, who we've interviewed both before for separate projects, who now have a project they're working on together. And because it's four people, timing has been hard to nail down. So we'll be chatting with them in December and releasing that during the hiatus. But then we'll be back in February to start our winter of 2023 season. It's already going to be so exciting. We're already so stoked. And honestly, this is the benefit of taking scheduled it hiatuses is, is, is that our, it a, is. our joy for it stays high. And
1: our anticipation <laughs> of who we're going to talk to
0: already is very high. And that's true. That's true. I think that we have been blessed in the last couple of months with a lot of people wanting to talk to us on the podcast about the yeah. cool stuff they're doing. Exactly. Which uh, for a really long time, we were super anti not anti-interviews, but just kind of like very worried careful. about them. Yeah. Just super careful about them. But I think now that we have so many friends who are doing awesome things. Yeah. And some people, like when we interviewed Claire the very first time, we were not friends yet. Right. And now we're very close friends. And right. so it seems less stressful to be like, do you want to be on our podcast? Yeah, and and then, same thing, we're going to have Jamie again on the yeah, podcast.
1: Yeah. And like Cantigi Oracle, you know, with...
0: Oh, that, that was so, so much to strangers who yeah. I now am in love with forever. Yeah, I just yeah, the adore coolest. them immensely. So and also they were so cool, and you didn't include this in the intro, oh. which I was thinking this would be funny if as es- oh, like I don't Esther remember. ends up explaining how terrible the technology I was. Tr- but- I was going to, but I was like, no, I can. not I'm already like Rachel. So For the podcast,
1: Rachel had to coach me through this audio opener. For that episode, because I was so (laughs) nervous that I was going to say something wrong, and so I was playing it back for her after I recorded it, and she was like telling me what to say and what to do, what to
0: change. (laughs) So basically, we tried to use this app that's worked successfully a thousand times for us. It's like never a problem, but for some reason, the internet connection—I think for me specifically—was just cutting out. So it kept like. No, I was no longer, I was in the room. I could hear what people were saying, and but we could I hear you not... on
1: the audio. Like I could hear you on the audio part, but we couldn't hear you in the room. Right. It exactly. was still so recording you. It was yeah. So weird. It
0: was, so but I, they couldn't hear me. So I couldn't be part of the conversation. I was taking over the, the podcast. It was the whole thing. I know Esther was going to stage a coup, nonviolent coup. Um, we ended up having three chunks of audio, like one that was 15 minutes long one that was eight minutes long. And then we switched to Zoom because we're like, whatever, we're just going right. to start over. And then we recorded with them for an hour on Zoom. So the chaotic thing is that it was like we had to repeat a lot of conversations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they were such good sports about it. And I so was sweet. like, you know, I, I think in a lot of situations and maybe even if we had just been doing this for fewer years, I would have been mortified. so mortified. Absolutely. So mortified. And because it, they are both so peaceful and yes. chill. I, yes. It did not feel as... I mean, it was still stressful. We were still to, like, very, it, very, very,
1: you know, very stressed. It was still
0: embarrassing, but yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to, like, no cease to exist. Right. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I think those are our announcements. But yeah, yeah, we're going on Hades at the end of the month, so we have a couple more episodes for our Patreon listeners. We're going to finish up Charmed. Um, season three. Season three over the next couple of weeks, and then... Even when we're on hiatus from the actual podcast, we're still sort of working this out, but we'll probably still do some Charmed episodes just because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. way less work. It just will take an hour. Plus, we want to get to season four. Exactly. Because we're exactly. excited about it. We are. Even though I did buy the first two seasons of Early Edition, and that has been my focus the last couple of days. She has betrayed us. Also, I, know. I saw that what?
1: there was a podcast of a Buffy rewatch, and I was like, are they coming for our gig? It's, Who did that? It's on the Wondery Network, and I was like, oh. excuse me, if you start talking about Charmed, I'm going to come to the
0: Wondering mean, office and have a word with exactly. you.
1: Exactly. I think they're doing episode by episode, so they're, they're in for the long haul. But I'm yeah. just like, excuse me. Oh, God,
0: that's so many
1: seasons. Because it's, so... it's Buffy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's one person who's never seen Buffy and then oh, one person cute. who has.
0: Oh, and we're just two people who've never seen char- seem Charmed. never seen Charmed before. So <laughs> Wondering doesn't want to pick us up. No. Plus, nobody wants to watch that much. Shannon Doherty, I think, is the reality. No, that's mean. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. Anyway, you can find all of our Charmed stuff on Patreon. Yeah. Um, And uh, have we mentioned this? December is going to be the last month of paid Patreon?
1: No, we not Okay, so
0: because we're uh, simple hobbyists and are no, no longer interested. Not hobbyists. We're Hobbits. Oh, yeah, hobbits, because we're hobbits. And taxes are confusing for hobbitses. <laughs> yes. We're going to, sw- after December, we're going to switch our, uh, theoretically after December, assuming that all of our back taxes have been paid, <laughs> we're going to switch to Patreon being open access. Yeah. So it'll be more like just a platform for stuff rather than something you have to pay for separately. Yes. So when we go into season four of Charmed, you'll be able to access it all just on Patreon. Open. Right. By following us, not by paying for anything. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe someday we'll be able to be strong enough to figure out taxes. But hobbits are pretty set. Hobbits are—we're pretty
1: simple, and we don't like paying the elves for anything. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, I would if all of our Patreon taxes could go towards like. Arts and schools, it would be a different thing. But <laughs> anyway, so. If we could designate the taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's too complicated for us to figure out now. So we're going to kind of put a pause on all Patreon dollars after yeah. December once we've paid off all of the uh, gifts that we sent out this year and taxes and all of that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then everything will just be available. So you'll be able to see that, too. And I think that at one point we talked about maybe creating a separate feed, like, on other platforms right? For all of the charm right. stuff. But then that brings up the money problem again, because you have to pay, pay to be hosted. Anyway, right. it's all chaotic and above our hobbits' brains. Yes. We just want to live and talk about shit that we like with each other. Exactly. And everyone wants us to pay them for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh. Anyway, it's all exciting, fun stuff. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just doing our best. We are doing our best. Absolutely. All right. So our deck of the Week this week is called Ragnarok Twilight Tarot in parentheses Minimalism Tarot and it's created by Mysterious Balance which is part of this sort of arts collective there's not a lot about each individual person that's part of this collective on the internet so we're just mm-hmm. going to refer to they as the creators they. okay um before it's currently kickstarting so it ends on the 18th so this is coming out about a week before the Kickstarter ends so if you are interested in looking at it on Kickstarter, definitely go check it out. It's really cool. Yeah. The creators created a set of dice uh, that they kickstarted and then they used the symbolism from the dice for a deck of cards. that's very shiny and gold. Yay. We like shiny. <laughs> we do like shiny. So they say inspired by the final chapter of Norse mythology Ragnarok. This is a prophecy about catastrophe. Due to continuous natural disasters and war of gods, the whole world sank to the bottom of the sea and then the surviving humans struggled to rebuild a new world. When the world sank into the dark, all the light and shadow dissipated and the splendor of the last moment returned to silence. Only the oracle was still shining in the twilight, which heralded the dawn. The Twilight Tarot has a total of 80 cards, of which the 8th and 11th cards are redesigned to fit the Marseille system and the Rider-Waite system respectfully, so we do have that option if you want to switch it. So it can meet both styles of readings. And uh, according to the different elements of the tarot cards, there are corresponding UV effects on each card. So to explain Ooh. what the card looks like, they're small. They're not gigantic cards. They are. Okay. Yeah. I'm I sorry, think I've you done, have one. I, no, I did not get it in my box. Shh.
1: I thought you did.
0: Okay. Sorry. I totally That's okay. thought you did. No,
1: I. That's I, did, my not, bad. I did not see it in my box. That's okay, though. Okay. So this is convinced me to Kickstarter it. This is what this episode is turning into.
0: To give you a sense of what it looks like, it's yes. a black card with gold foiling around the edges oh. and for the symbols in the middle. The sides are also um, gold foiled. It's a really bright, Ooh. like, it's doubloon very, color very gold. Yes, very doubloon. And so Ooh. each, because this is kind of like the next step to the dice set, each of the cards has a... Symbol like just oh. one glyph, okay. So, it, it when they say minimalism tarot, they really mean minimalism tarot. The only thing that's on each card that you can visually see without the UV flashlight that comes with the Kickstarter deck uh-huh. is the glyph itself, okay, the name of the card and sort of an old English font, Ooh. and the number associated with the card, okay, okay. So that's for for that reason. A lot of my favorite cards are in the major arcana, just because the glyphs for the minor arcana are going to be more simplistic, right? Right. A simplified, a simplified glyph of the um, suit and then the number, yeah, of images or whatever. So it's really really cool and very very minimalist. Mm-hmm. And then if you use the UV flashlight, which I thought I'd lost, and then I found, and now it seems <laughs> and now that it's I've lost, lost again. again. <laughs> there is uh, so if you're in a dark room and you put the UV flashlight over it, you can see additional symbols on each card. Oh. So for all of the major arcana, it's like this cute little like they're all corner corner mm-hmm. pieces to sort of like buff out the corners. And in the major arcana, it's like each of the um, suits. So there's like a wand, oh, a pentacle. okay. A cup and a sword, sort of within this, a little bit of like a filigree um, floral motif mm-hmm. on each corner. And then for the major arcanas, they all have the symbolism of the like um, element associated with the suit, and it's okay visible in the UV light. So it's kind oh, of cool, okay. yeah. Um, especially just because the major arcana is like so neat it's nice to see that additional stuff but the uv light is kind of a cool gimmick that i've not seen a lot of Mm -hmm. probably because i had no idea you could do it for
1: cards like yeah me neither
0: i know neither did i cool i know it's really neat and i didn't like on the actual surface of the card itself you can't even see a textural
1: right yeah i didn't see it when you were holding the card up to me. Like,
0: it's not like how, you know, when we were little, like, glow in the dark, you could always right. tell where there was going to be glow in the dark, because they had to use a specific ink that was visible. With this, you can't even tell that there would be anything in the corner, so it does oh. feel kind of mysterious in that yeah. way. Oh. It's very neat. And it's kind of like, I guess if you were in a bar, like, if yeah. you were hanging out in a bar, this would be kind of a cool deck to be showing. Yeah, totally. Because it's shiny and interesting. Um, So... Uh, it's a small card, though. It's kind of the size of a playing card. Like you can see okay. it sort of like fits within your hand. Like I right. can wrap my thumb and most of my other fingers around. Cree and dad hands for me. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. If I create a C with my hand, the deck fits okay. between my like second knuckle and my thumb. Okay. Okay. So it's pretty small. Uh, it is 300 GSM and it's like a linen finish. Ooh. The box itself is like a slidey box. Ooh, the, that box! Look at how is pretty so that pretty. back is. It's very, very gilded. <gasps> yeah, and it has like the inner drawer that comes oh, okay. out with a little ribbon attached to it. So it's kind of like so super easy to get in and out. I know it's just really nice. I like the like the cloud symbolism that you can see on the yeah. side of the box. That's kind of a similar vibe to what the UV ink looks like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And also, if you click on the Kickstarter link that I included in the outline, you can see what it looks like under UV. Under UV light. Yeah. So we'll include that in the uh, the podcast episode description so you can see it. Uh, but like I said, it's kickstarting now. They're not going to do a second printing of it according to their Kickstarter. So there's really, you know, there's 600 copies available and it's fully funded. So it's very low risk to yeah, back yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's just kind of cool. If you're somebody who likes black decks with gold print, this would be a very obvious addition to your yeah. collection. And I know that's the vibe that a lot of us like.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the fact that it's a smaller deck as well, because people with small hands, it's sometimes hard to find a tarot deck to fit in your hand as well. Right. So.
0: Exactly. And it's easy to shuffle because it's just like not that it's just not thick enough that you're going to feel like you're slicing yourself open. Yeah, yeah. Um, The linen cardstock. I just love linen. I know that we're love everything's linen. kind of doing the rose petal finish, but I really will always just love a linen finish. Linen's my favorite. It's just so fun to shuffle. It feels so good and textural. It does. It's great. So um, there aren't any name changes because it's just very straightforward, which makes it kind of good for like a high beginner. The yeah. lack of symbolism could make it confusing if you're a true beginner mm-hmm. because it really is just boiled down to one single glyph. Right. Um, but I don't think it's difficult to understand. Right. It's, right. It's right. all pretty straightforward. And it's kind of like a little bit goth because of the old English font. And oh, yeah. All the darkness.
1: <laughs> it looked kind of vampire-y when I was looking at it. Like, yeah, the very it does kind of feel that way.
0: So I'm going yeah. to show you my favorite cards from the Major Arcana because I love some of these glyphs. Like, okay. Truly. Uh, maybe I'll just start from the beginning. Okay, so the chariot, this is one of the first ones that really stuck out to me. Oh, that's so cool. Cool. Because what it looks like is a wheel and a wheel well with an arrow. Yes. So it has some of that warlike stuff, but also just a lot of movement considering it's such a simplified car. Yeah, yeah. It also kind of looks like a compass, kind of knowing your way forward. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. I also really like the strength card because I haven't watched Game of Thrones and I literally never will. But the lion's head kind of reminds me of that. But then it has the infinity symbol over its head. Yeah. So it just feels very like Westeros, Mm -hmm. strength, whatever. And I think that it's a really good simplification of the symbols of the strength card. Yeah. I I love a lion. Totally. Yes, yes, Yes. The hermit is so good. The hermit is just the lantern itself with a beautiful star in the middle. And so it has that sort of solitude and aloneness feeling. Mm -hmm. There's like something a tiny bit despondent about it, but it's just such a simplified sort of like,
1: yeah, cool looking hermit. Right, right. It's it's a great way to make that minimal because sometimes they, you know, don't
0: do the hermit justice in a beautiful right. way. Exactly. And then the last three are my absolute favorites. Okay, okay. The fucking death card. Get ready. Ooh. It is a hourglass <gasps> with a heart on one side and a skull on the oh, other. Oh, that is so cool. Isn't that freaking skull I love so that. awesome?
1: Like, I And just, think- just the fact that it's
0: like inside of a little,
1: it's not an egg timer. What is it called? <laughs> Hourglass, hourglass.
0: It's like just said...
1: you can use it for eggs. You could. Use for I'm eggs. not the boss of you. I'm not the <laughs> boss of hourglasses. It could be an egg timer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Then I also
0: really like temperance, which has been boiled down to just two cups pouring into each other. Ooh. And it also looks like the yin and yang sort of like. That's what I was thinking too. And I think that the creator might have like a cultural background associated with the yin and yang symbol. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But isn't that cool? I just love the liquid of the water going between the two cups. It just Mm -hmm. like looks very neat. And then this is also one that you're going to really, really, really love. I'm excited. The devil, the devil card. Oh, yes. 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 Ooh, that is so So it cool. is like a circle, like kind of a no smoking sign, but instead of smoking, on the inside it has a heart, so the heart is X'd out, yeah. and then the circle itself has little horns and a little devil tail. <laughs> that little devil tail is so cute. It's so cute. So cute. And I just cute. think it's like such an adorable, very minimalist yes. way to show the devil. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So it's just like, I think that it's so cool to see how people distill all the symbolism down yes. to something so basic. Yeah. And... I And I think that the gold and black is just a real vibe and Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool deck. So if you're looking for something that's like a little bit of an interesting new thing with all the UV stuff or whatever, this would be a great fit. If you want, also if you're interested in testing your intuition Mm -hmm. by having a deck that doesn't have a lot of art on it. Yeah. Yeah. That could also be a really good way to do that.
1: Yeah. Or if you just want a cool deck to pull out in front of with your friends, if you safely go to a bar yeah oh, outside outside at night time outside with Although the uv light so cold outside <laughs> it is with the UV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah that is those were my favorite decks and that's i think cool. that it's a good option to kick or to back on kickstarter and you still have a couple days to do so yeah yeah oh that's awesome do we want to pull Yay. cards to represent our relationship with the deck
1: yeah pull a card for me
0: we'll try. okay let me shuffle my faves back in here oh yeah I made a reel of the cards that I used from one of the decks to, or from the curious creatures tarot to send it to you. And somebody commented being like, you should do this for every single episode. Aww. And I was like, yeah. At one point I used to we, post for every single yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Do not doubt the that thing... the attempts were there. Yeah, the hard thing is that once you get behind, you're like, well, now I can behind. never do it again, and it... then you're just behind forever. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And also, since part of our review has always been pulling a card for ourselves, we have to shuffle, shuffle all them of them and then find them back, back in, in yeah. and then find them again. So you like... think you think that we're gonna do that? Huh. No, no. <laughs> well, no, we'll try to. We'll think about it every single day for we'll th- a week. We'll think and about we'll never it. Never actually do it.
1: Guilt ourselves about it that we're not doing yeah. enough. Record another episode and then we'll wipe it from our memory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and start that cycle all over again of guilt and shame. And why don't you do more and then start again?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. This is great. You, the card representing your relationship with the deck is the queen of wands. So I think oh. you definitely need to have this deck. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. It's, it's already my style. That's awesome. Yeah. And I got the page of cups. Oh. Which I'll take. Yeah, that's I'll really take a page sweet. of cups. That's a nice yeah. page of
1: cups. Oh. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So again, it we'll put a link in the um yes, in the notes because it can be a little bit tricky to find, but it's called Ragnarok Twilight. Yes. Yeah. And that's links will it. also
1: be to the video and how so you can see the UV stuff. So Yeah. All
0: sweet. of that stuff. So cool. Awesome. Well, that's our show Esther. We did it. Don't forget to send us your questions, Sam.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're talking
0: about I've never said that word before in my life.
1: We, we do have a cutoff time for these questions. We may want to have that. Yeah. Because so, we only have
0: three weeks. We only have three left. episodes left yeah. uh, before we go on hiatus. So if you have any burning questions, make sure to get them into us ASAP. ASAP. And we'll answer them as soon as we can. If you are one of those people who sent in a question in September and we haven't gotten to it and you really want us to look at your question, you can resubmit it. That's yes, totally yes, with us. yeah. Uh, because of this like weird clumping, I think we just missed some stuff. Yeah. So you can find our contact information at wildleyterra.com including that form that you can submit questions with. Yay. Also tell your friends about us, write your review us. it helps us grow. And as always, we really appreciate
1: your reviews and telling others
0: indeed we do you can also follow us on instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our awesome facebook community by searching for wildly tarot podcast on facebook and also join our discord server where we have lots of cool
1: people and and we have merch on red bubble um if you want a tarot certification it's really cheap there i've heard so you may (laughs) want to go check it out very very cheap and all the links to most everything that we've spoken about here are in the show notes. Not everything yeah. at all times, but for the most part, we try.
0: Yep. Yeah, we do try. And if we miss something, just ask us just ask. on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely exactly. To you. Uh, and remember, wait, do you want to, I just looked at our uh, reviews and we have two new sweet reviews. Oh, people. Do, do want to hear them? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, What about this one? Oh, I love this podcast. Holly and Esther express their love for the world and the wildly tarot community through this delightful podcast. They're vulnerable and they share their own lives and experiences, which makes me feel personally connected to both of them. Yay. Thank you. Their banter is friendly and hilarious. Hearing their tarot (laughs) readings for listeners has helped me in my own tarot practice, particularly in understanding how the cards talk to each other in a reading. I sent in a question for a reading and I felt both seen and held by their wise, caring response. They review decks and books, which has helped me understand what works for me in a deck and and has inspired many purchases. I'm hooked. So so entertaining and inspiring. Thank you, Holly and Esther. That's Anne of the Red. That was really sweet. That's really sweet. And then our second one is Breathe In, Breathe Out, XXVI. And they say, fun approach, educational, but not too serious. Also (laughs) five stars. I recently discovered this podcast as I'm getting back into the tarot after a few years break. This is a fun, conversational, lighthearted, but educational show on the tarot. I find some discussions on the tarot can be extremely serious and a little dull. This one is fun, but I still feel like I'm learning new things along the way. Thanks. Yay! That's the the biggest compliment. That's the goal. <laughs> for, for
1: almost five years, Holly, we finally made it. Yeah, people really get us now. I Yay. love it.
0: All right, well, don't forget to go out and tarot wildly this we week. Love we you love so you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. We love you.